Hello, greetings, beloved. I'm excited to come your way again today. Um, I'm your brother, Apostle Chris. I want to continue um, on this audio broadcast from the previous one I did concerning or as it relates to the to success in ministry. I have got a lot of feedback, you know, a very encouraging one, and I deem it fit to continue to share with us um, the keys that will help us to successfully do the ministry that God has called us to do. We are going to really, um, by the special grace of God, uh, continue to use um, Saul as a case study on this audio broadcast, and I'm going to share a very few things. You know, if you go, if you read, or if you study the book of um, First Samuel, verse chapter fourteen and chapter fifteen. Chapter fifteen was where he was, you know, rejected outrightly by God after he failed uh, there are some things I want to share with us you know on that regard number one is that you know like I, I said yesterday the different there's different between the help ministry and the pulpit ministry so um, I want to begin by saying your call under your call is your ministry under your call is a ministry after you have discovered that there's a call of god on your life after you have discovered there's a call of god in your life what uh, the another thing you should do is to find out what is god calling me to do that is what your ministry is what god is calling you to do is your ministry after you have discovered that there is a call of god on your life you know ministry is where God is asking you to serve his body where what God is is asking you to serve his body with that's um, the the particular place that God is empowering you to uh, be of a benefit to the body of Christ to the church the body of Christ you know and in most cases to the people out there you know but first to the body of Christ that is your ministry so after you have received the call I said in the first broadcast that uh, every Christian has a call of God on his life every one of us there's a call of God on our life and then that you have a call don't mean you should start doing whatever you see you know sometimes people tell you there's a call of god on your life you know sometimes you can also feel that there's a call of god on your life but you don't even know what that call what that uh, call uh, that you don't even know the uh, the purpose of that call so the purpose of the call is what reveals your ministry the purpose of the call is what reveals your ministry you know like i said also in the in the previous broadcast 
people call me on phone they meet me they they want to talk to me about there's a call on, on their life sometimes they tell me somebody told them somebody sometimes they tell me you know they discovered by themselves i used to always tell them to find out god what are you calling me to do what is my ministry what is my ministry so you have to after you have received the call you have to understand your ministry you have to understand the purpose for the call if i call you there's a reason why i'm calling you if i call you there's a reason why i'm calling you if a company calls you to employ you there's a particular place position they want to employ you for there's a reason there's a purpose for the employment so if god also is calling you for ministry there's a reason there's a reason why he's calling you to ministry and that reason is your ministry that reason is your ministry a lot of people will be disappointed to you know meet god and discover that they never did their ministry not because they were not doing ministry on the earth but because they just discovered they have a ministry and they just run into doing whatever they feel is the ministry and that is very wrong so, such people such person will you know will go to be with the lord and discover that he left his ministry unfulfilled he left he left his ministry vacuum like he never did his ministry so if you are not the one who choose to be in the ministry it is god who is calling you to ministry now if i'm the one calling you it, when you come you have to ask me why am i calling you you don't have to start doing whatever you see so the same thing also is involved when god calls us to ministry if god is calling you to ministry you have to find out lord what are you calling me for? what is the purpose for this call you have to find out lord why are you calling me so that you don't do you are not busy doing nothing before god like you'll be very busy on the earth but before god you are doing nothing there are a lot of people like that today you know there's a, a lot of people who are in the ministry but not in the ministry where god has called them they are just in the ministry because they feel the uh, the call of god on their life they didn't care to find out god what is the purpose for for this call in a particular minister's conference where i preached i told them that there are people who are dying in the hospital because the people who god has called for that ministry to those in the hospital are dragging microphone on the pulpit and you know that is very wrong that is very wrong there are most of us that those we are those who our ministry is supposed to bless are dying because we are not in our uh, god ordained ministry we are just in ministry not where god has called us to be and you have to know that you cannot be successful before god if you are not in the ministry that god has called you to be so after knowing that you have a call the next step is finding out the peoples for the call the peoples for the call is where the ministry where your ministry is revealed don't be too fast to start doing everything to start doing whatever you see because you want to answer the call don't be that fast in fact be patient 
seek God in the place of prayer and ask Him. It is the will of God to reveal to you the purpose for your call, the purpose for which you know He has called you. It is God's will. God is interested in telling you why He has called you. So don't be faster than God. Be patient to find out, God, why have you called me? What have you called me to do? And that is your ministry. The next thing I want to talk about very quickly is you have to understand that all ministries are important. All ministries are important. Whether you are called to serve on the pulpit or you are called to serve from the pew, that is the health ministry, you you are important to God. You are important to the body of Christ. Your ministry is very, very important. Like the leg cannot say that the hand is not important. The hand cannot say that the eye is not important. The eye cannot say that the ear is not important. Every part of the body is very, very important. In fact, your eye cannot say that your teeth is not important. The teeth cannot say that the tongue is not important. I repeat, every part of your body is very, very important. Every part of your body, the same thing also, uh, that's also the same thing in ministry. All ministries, all ministries are important. The, the if you are called for instance to serve as an usher your ministry is very important in fact in the book of acts chapter 6 you can if you if you if you know that scripture you can remember what happened you know uh, because there were not people to serve in that health ministry it was distracting apostle paul and other apostles that okay they were like okay let's find out let's you know ordain some persons who will help in this ministry so i will be able to focus in the studying of the word and in prayer you see so that that studying of the word and prayer would be affected if there were no if there's nobody to serve in the other ministry so everybody is important every ministry is important every ministry is important there's no ministry that is the best ministry there's no ministry that is the best ministry every ministry is important they, they they only differ in their in their assignment they only differ in their assignment in fact if you do your ministry successfully irrespective of what the ministry is before god before god you are credited as a faithful servant as a faithful servant god is not looking for people who will um who are the apostles god is not looking for people who are the pastors god is looking for a faithful servant and a faithful servant is not a big apostle no a faithful servant is that servant who received the word of god who received the call understood his ministry and stayed faithfully in his ministry not the one who you know controls the millions of people somebody who doesn't even have a church before god can be more successful than somebody who have a church or who runs a church so we you have to understand that before god what interests god most is not the big title is your obedience in staying in where he has called you 
if God has called you to be a help minister, you know, if you do it faithfully, you are more, you know, uh, 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 before God, you are more honorable than another person who God has called to be an apostle, but didn't, you know, obey or didn't stay in his office. So it's not about the title. Ministry, success in ministry before God is not about title. It doesn't have anything to do with title. In fact, before God, title doesn't have value before God. What has value before God is obedience. Then the reason why the title is important on the earth is to is to help us understand the difference, you know, the the the, the difference in our ministry. Those titles are just there to help us understand the ministry where we have been called into. You know, it's not there to tell us, oh, you are big this, you are, you are the best. No, it, it doesn't have anything to do with that. So you have to understand that all ministry are important. No one is the best. There's no ministry that is the best. All ministry are important. If the pastor says that he is the best, okay. What, what happened when all the members leave? When all the members leave, you will not have anybody to pastor. Now, if all the members say that they, they are the best, what happened when the pastor is not there? They will not have someone to groom them. You see. Now, if the one who is hearing from God says he is the best, what about when there's nobody to talk to or to deliver the message as received from God to? You know, he will get a message and there will not be, there will not be anybody to talk to. Now, if the person he's talking to says he's the best, how about when there's nobody to receive from God? You know, so the point here is no ministry is the best. All ministries are important. You see, it is this point, this point, I want to really stress on it a little because this is the main reason why many has failed. Some people see that, uh, see it that, they have been called to a less important ministry but it's not true it's not true there is no ministry that is not important every ministry is important every ministry is important if we understand this if we know this it will help it will help us and help the next generation it will help us to stay in our ministry do our ministry you know in all obedience and faithfulness and that will help us to receive our reward so that you help that you have a help ministry does not mean that you're uh, that you are not in, it doesn't mean that you're not important that is not what it means you are important you are important okay the next thing i want to talk about is that you must be willing to do your ministry God's way, not your way. You must be willing to do your ministry the way of God, not your way. Uh, when you understand where you have been called to, when you understand either the help ministry or the pulpit ministry, you know, in, in, in each of these pulpit ministry, there are ministries under this ministry. For instance, in the pulpit ministry, you have the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. That's the five food offices under the pulpit ministry. And under the help ministry, we have 
also other offices under the health ministry we have those who those who give you, you see we have those who have the calling for management we have those uh, we have the elders we have um um for instance the ushers we have we have many office under the health ministry we have many office under the health ministry so when you have discovered the office you have been called to do it run it the the way of god not your way don't just decide to do it because it's you know it makes you comfortable no do it even if it doesn't make you comfortable but in obedience to the will of god in obedience to the will of god stay in obedience what brings the reward is your obedience your faithfulness your obedience that's what brings the reward it's not even that you did the, the obedience i'm talking about is complete obedience total obedience for instance like i, I mentioned earlier that Saul, we're using Saul as our case study, you know, he went on the mission, he obeyed God, and he went on the mission, but he went on the mission and didn't carry out the assignment, the way of God, he had to, he, he did the assignment, he obeyed God, but carried out the assignment in his own way, and that made God to reject him, that made God to reject him one of the problems you know most christians have is that they do they obey god in their own way most time they allow emotion to sit in god is not interested in your emotion when his command when his command is involved when god's command is involved when God's principle is involved, He's not interested in your emotion. In fact, if you put too much of emotion, it will deny you of the blessing. For instance, if God asks you to give a particular person money, for instance, and then you see another person who is dying, and you give the person who is dying the money, you know, without giving the person that God has asked you to give the money to, you will you have done a good work but that good work does not make sense before god because you have done a work in disobedience and there is no reward that comes you know there is you don't get reward there's no reward that comes from that because you disobeyed god he he saw that person you don't we don't see more than god god sees everywhere he knows everything so he already saw the person before he said give it to the other person so if you allow your emotion to say oh maybe god did not see he saw the person if he had wanted you to give it to that person he would have said give to this person so if you disobey and give to the wrong person there is no reward that comes from that so saul did the work but he didn't do it god's way i mean he told samuel he said i brought these things to sacrifice to your god but that wasn't what god asked him to do god said go kill everything 
he went brought some things back to sacrifice to god i mean god said you are rejected because of disobedience so in the ministry you must be willing you must be willing to obey god you must be willing what brings the reward is obedience you cannot be successful in ministry if you are not willing to obey god completely and do the ministry god's way not your way find out you know some people have received or understood the ministry but they didn't wait to get direction if god is sending you to america from nigeria he has uh, a particular airline he, he wants you to take for instance god told moses i am going to use you to bring my children to the uh, out of egypt to deliver them from the land of captivity moses was sensitive he was obedient to walk according to god's direction he didn't he, he didn't have to you know say okay i, I the, the assignment is just to bring these people out of the land of egypt then god doesn't care which way i do it no he stayed in obedience he stayed to get direction from god he always approached god in each of the phase of the assignment to know which way and you know i want to believe he he also know that there's another way through the land of the philistines that lead to canaan land but because he was obedient to god he didn't know that there would have been great battle ahead so if he had followed the land of the philistines the the big battle would have made these people run back to egypt he didn't see that he didn't know that god didn't tell him that but god saw all of those things and led them through the wilderness so for instance if god asks you to go to america he knows which airline you know will bring you to america he knows which airline if he's if he's sending you to america he knows you know step by step principle each of the phases of the journey you know he has positioned people he has positioned things on the on the way that will help you faithfully accomplish the assignment so if you choose to go to america but your own way you are on your own you may never get to america even though you are in obedience and getting there even if you get there you might get there come back and god will tell you well you are rejected because you did not follow procedure so in doing the ministry that god has called us to do we must be willing to follow god's direction do it god's way if we want to be successful in god's sight that is before god not before men not before men you know sometimes what kills us is that we want to please people it, this is this was one of the things that affected saul saul at a stage you know bible said they went to battle he was waiting for samuel to come to carry out the sacrifice and then saul wasn't really coming as he expected he wasn't coming as fast as he expected while he has waited and saul wasn't coming he the people started leaving him when the people started leaving him 
he got to a point he could not stand it anymore he had to go carry out the uh, the sacrifice but the point is does it really matter how many person who is not interested in who what we are doing does not interest or does not impress do we want to really impress people when ministry is involved or we want to impress god who has called us to that ministry if you want to impress people you're definitely going to fail the only person at the center of our assignment or ministry is god so we don't really need to care much who is impressed who is interested by what we do or not as long as god is pleased so we must be willing to do it god's way not our way now lastly i want to share this very quickly it's also very important your your faithfulness in your ministry your faithfulness in your ministry open you up or give you access into other ministries your faithfulness in your ministry and you access into other ministry let's talk about david for a while david was ordained to be a king not a prophet but if you study the life of david you can see that he became a prophet that he his prophetic prophetic uh, antenna was so high that he was even able to decode and give prophecies that were you know prophecies about the coming messiah but he wasn't ordained to be a prophet he was ordained to be a king his faithfulness as a king gave him access into the ministry of a prophet into the ministry of a prophet bible says if you are if you are found faithful in little more will be given to you if you're found faithful in little more will be given to you sometimes we desire a particular ministry because the person who is there seems to be doing it very well so by the time we look at them who are doing it and it appears you know very simple because of the way they do it we think oh if i get there i will be able to do it even better than the person who is already there now sometimes you discover that people who say this thing they have a little role that has been given to them that they have not even been faithful to or faithful in some of these people they have something that god has committed in their hand that they have not even carried out faithfully okay if you look at the life of the 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 master who was traveling and then he gave gift to his um servants the one he gave one became angry he went and he dropped the seed not because he doesn't it's not really uh, the seed will not produce nothing if he had invested it but because he was angry why will my boss give me one and then give others the, the same one he gave to me why did he give them more than he gave to me but the boss gave him one you know according to his capacity the bible said that god gave us ministries god gave us gifts according to our capacity god knows our capacity now if you prove faithful in that your capacity more will be added to you 
more will be added to you. So stay in your ministry. Stay in the ministry that God has called you. When God finds you faithful in that ministry, he is going to uh, give you another ministry. As a matter of fact, you know, sometimes when I hear people talk about desiring a very uh, another ministry or a ministry they consider higher, I'm like, do these people really understand what they're talking about? We are all going to give account of each of the ministry that God has given to us. Do I really want to uh, be in so many ministry? No. Why? Because I want to be faith. I want to be able to do the one I'm doing faithfully. Because if I fail in it, look at what happened to the young man. He was thrown out to his, a dark city because he failed. So, do I really want to be thrown into a dark city where there's gnashing and snatching of teeth? No. I want God to look at me and embrace me as a faithful servant. So, I don't really need so much ministry. I want to be able to do the one he has assigned me to do faithfully. So, if God has seen your capacity and give you a particular ministry, stay in that ministry. Stay in that ministry. It's not about fame. It's not about money. In fact, do you know what I discovered? I discovered that if you do your ministry faithfully, no matter what the ministry is, you know, Mary Magdalene, what did she do? She, was, she functioned in the health ministry. But today we talk about her. Today, Christianity, you can't talk about Jesus. You know, it's difficult to talk about the life of Jesus without talking about the, without talking mentioning Mary Magdalene. The woman of Samaria, the, the Samaritan woman, what did she do? She wasn't an apostle. But we talk about her. And several other persons who were not apostles, but they carried out their ministry faithfully. And these people are famous. You must not be an apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, this and that to be famous. When you discover your ministry, say your ministry, the fame will come. Everything that you have ever desired, God will bring it. And most importantly, you will be loved by a master, by the master who has called you to that ministry. You will be welcomed and you will be greatly rewarded. I pray that God will help us to stay in our ministry faithfully in the name of Jesus. Stay blessed till I come your way next time. I'm still going to do more um, audio broadcast on this subject, success in ministry. Stay connected. You can connect to my podcast. You can connect with me on Facebook. You can reach out to me on WhatsApp. If you need to call me on phone, my uh, I'm based in Nigeria, Lagos, Nigeria. I'm the senior pastor of What Art International Christian Center. My cell phone number is plus 234-816533-8963. God bless you. Please, when you get this message, share it, share it, keep sharing it. Use it to bless somebody's life. Even if you're not a pastor, like I said, this message is not only for those in the pulpit ministry. It's for anybody or an everybody who is a Christian. So share this. Share this. God bless you.
in Jesus' name. Amen. I love you. See you next time.